0: Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. The greatest event is yet to come. Let me read a passage for you from 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 13 to 18. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. So I want to tell you about this big event that is coming. It has been in the works for years and years and now it is almost here this is going to be huge my friend it is bigger than a rock concert far outweighs the super bowl the olympic games cannot be compared to it the networks will be scrambling to bring it to audiences and it is free totally you want to hear about it of course you do because you don't want to miss it i'm talking about the second coming of christ Oh, oh, oh please don't push the stop button hear me out I am sure you have heard much about it, but today I'm telling you that it is going to be bigger than you ever imagined. I don't know about you, but I have gone to scores of funerals, and since I have been in ministry, I have participated in many of them. Let me tell you that there are generally two categories of funerals. Mind you, a funeral is a funeral. It's a final event for someone who has died, and the body is about to be laid to rest. Some funerals are simple, few people, and brief, and others are grand events, lots of flowers and scores of people and an elaborate program. Next time you attend a funeral, look out for the difference. If the person who has passed away is a Christian, you may notice a thread of hope throughout the service that the loved ones have an assurance that they will see the relative or their friend again. Here is the real reason for the difference. Remember Jesus' story, how he was crucified and after his death, they quickly buried him the same day. Three days later, he came back from the grave alive and well. Now, trust me when I say he died. There is no doubt that he breathed his last breath when he died and he was pronounced dead two of his followers brought yards and yards of linen and they wrapped his body tightly from head to toe and they used approximately 75 pounds of spices to embalm the body and then they placed him in a tomb and sealed it tight. My friend, by that time he is very dead. So how do you explain him coming out of the grave alive three days later? I can't explain this resurrection, but there is one thing I want you to hear. When Jesus came back from the grave alive, he announced that he will never die again. He will live forever. Think about it. Jesus said he will and cannot die again. In his own words, I am alive forever period. Now listen to this. The text says that exactly what happened to Jesus is going to happen to every believer who dies, or to quote the text, those who at the time of death are in Christ. Look at the scenario. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Imagine all the believers who have died and buried, cremated, whatever happened to them, they are going to come back from the dead just like Jesus. I cannot make this up. This is just like what happened to Jesus. Graves are going to open mysteriously and the persons who were buried in those tombs, because they were in Christ, they will come back alive and go up to meet Jesus in the air. It ain't done yet. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. The believer or the child of God who is alive on that day will be simply caught up also to meet Jesus in the air. So the dead who are designated in Christ and the living folks who have the same designation In Christ, they both will be caught up to meet Jesus in the air and they will all together make this final trip to heaven where they will live with Jesus forever. What is this designation in Christ? Oh, I am so glad you asked me. (laughs) Let me tell you. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 we read these words Therefore if anyone is in Christ the new creation has come the old has gone the new is here To be in Christ means you are born again you have given your life to Jesus after that you are in Christ so remember what's going to happen that big day only those who are in Christ living or dead will be going up to heaven oh the others will have a horrible future but that's for another time let me ask you: are you in christ if your answer is no let me encourage you from the text to stop right where you are and pray ask jesus to come into your heart because you believe he is the son of god and to make you in christ If you say that prayer and mean it, you will get eternal life. And that is the big difference in our lives. Welcome to the In Christ Club. See you in heaven. Do you have any question? Write me at friendofclyde at gmail.com.